Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. We are back with the 14th episode of Season 6, and before we get into it today, we do have some business to take care of. <laughs> Kim. I'm so serious when you put it that way. Um... So I'll just I'll just rip the bandaid off and then sort of like explain. Sure. So our Mass Effect 3 finale will be the last episode of Asynchronous for the foreseeable future. Yeah. You know, we started this podcast in 2001 when we were still 2021. Like large... 2021. 2000... <laughs> it's just been so long and I'm so old. <laughs> um 2021 um we were still like Largely social distancing yeah, and um, yeah. spending a lot of time at home. We were both working from home full time. Mm. And so at that time, spending many hours per week sort of playing a video game and recording, a, you know, a weekly podcast about it was not a huge ask time wise. Yeah. Um, but the world is a little bit different today. Our lives are a little bit different. Um, you know, speaking for myself, I've just been socializing more and traveling more. Um, and you know, those are things that are bringing me a lot of joy mm -hmm. and I want to like continue to embrace, yeah. I know AJ, you've been doing the same. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah. I, I mean, just generally socializing more and I've picked up some new work, which has kind of eaten into some of my editing time with this show. And not to say that this show is low priority, but this is a show that <laughs> Kim and I do for fun and not mm -hmm. that I'm doing for like a corporation and signed a contract for. Um, so <laughs> those things take precedence. Uh, uh, they have taken precedence a couple of times, uh, which has thrown off our schedule uh, in a way that I do not like doing. Um, mm -hmm. But it has it has happened more often than I would like it to. Yeah. And I mean, that's all it's like all really good things yeah, um, yeah. and like positive developments like I I think it fucking rocks that you're getting so much work. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's been very fun to like be a social person again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I think it's been a challenge for us, especially to, um, to adapt to that just in part because we have a pretty big time difference. Yes. Um, and my job is fairly inflexible. And so, you know, it's not like we can just like kick a recording easily to a weeknight a lot right. of the time. Yeah. Um, it's just not that easy to be flexible when our schedule is disrupted. Um, yeah. And I think listeners can probably see that these things are, are already having an impact on the show, mm -hmm. as you alluded to. Um, and people have been really supportive about that. And yeah. we're really grateful for that. Um, but we took a step back and sort of realized that like, that was not something that was likely to change anytime soon. And as we talked about it more, it just started <laughs> to feel like this was the best decision for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, it's been extremely fun to make this podcast and like I'm going to be very sad about not getting to like sit down with you regularly and yeah. just like talk about a game yeah. in the depth that we do yeah we have um, to we have to we have to meet up regularly and play pretend um and not talk yeah. about games in depth Ugh. there's no games, no games allowed no video games allowed at D&D &D time yes. so so that's the end. Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, it's there. There is a possibility that, you know, after we make this announcement, you know, stop doing 
the show for a little bit, we'll get very sad and want to do it again. Or, mm-hmm. you know, we'll find some other format or yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I, I don't want to make any promises and, um, but like it, it doesn't mean that it's like the, the end of all things. Um, anything yeah. is possible, but this is sort of the decision that's best for us at this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so next week, um, there will be an asynchronous, uh, with Chase and Scout. Yeah. Thank you, Chase and Scout, Thank for and Scout. Um, <laughs> this incredible spinoff show <laughs> that you have created. Yeah. And uh, and then after that, we will have the Mass Effect 3 big finale episode, mm. and that will be the final episode of Async for now. Thank you for everyone who has listened yeah. for the past two years. It has been a long time making this show, huh? It's been it's been a lot of time and a lot of effort. But I mean, good effort and good time. Like I had a great time Mm -hmm. making the show. And I think honestly, I feel like the time difference and the like inflexibility of like being able to like switch a recording around is like a, Mm -hmm. a, a large amount of what is is like for me, at least is is a large amount of like what led me to be cool with this decision. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you said, if, you know, circumstances change or if we change the come up with a way to change the format of the show that we both like or something or, or whatever in the future, then, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we'll be back. But as it stands right now, that'll be it. So this is the third to last episode that will be in the feed, <laughs> not to get like weirdly numerical about it. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> dawn of the final day. Yeah. Ding, ding. Um, we're in the, we're in our uh, Majora's Mask three day countdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so uh, sinister yeah but um, but like you said it's a good thing and i think we will both be uh you know it'll be nice to have game time that we don't have to take copious mm-hmm. notes and then yeah carve out three hours to talk about every week yeah um, like that that was becoming that has largely become most of the time that i spend gaming these days which yeah. is like it's not that it's not enjoyable but it's you know it's starting to drain on my my free time in a way that I'm you know I don't want to keep forcing it if it's not Mm -hmm. like joyous yeah through and through you know yeah so that's the business that's the business that's the business uh but with business comes the opposite of business which is bullshit okay all right yeah that's this is why I usually let you do the, oh, the transition. I, I like it. No, I like I like the transition. Let's <laughs> let's go, baby. I'm ready. What's this bullshit right. this weekend? Yeah. Um, now that we brought the the vibe down. <laughs> Smashing it into it overdrive. Up. Let's go. Bringing it back up. Um with an old an old favorite. Mm. I want to talk about smells. Is this an old favorite? <laughs> Yeah, what the what the squad mates smell like? <laughs> did we do Remember this? we did this? We did this with 13 Sentinels. <laughs> Fuck me. Yes, okay. Actually, yes. Yeah. All right. Okay, it's been a while. I yeah. yes, no, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Please, let's how oh man. My first instinct is Talk about asynchronous. Yeah, yeah, welcome to asynchronous. I I feel like mostly they all smell bad right like i feel like they <laughs> mostly smell not very good but i'll i'll um, let you uh i'll let you start it's a mix because i think that there are i found with this one I, there were actually more i think positive smells because these are more adults who are likely to care about what they smell like as opposed sure. to like rowdy little teenagers who yeah. are climbing in mechs all the time anyway i'm starting with liara i think liara wears a fragrance I think it's like a delicate floral or maybe a citrus, something mm. very clean girl. Yeah, definitely very clean. 
definitely. Mm-hmm. Febreze adjacent almost. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's it's like the Yankee Candle fresh cotton, I think is what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. She smells like clean towels, but in like a, <laughs> a pleasant way, not in like a you smell like laundry way. Yeah. No, I love that. I love laundry smell. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it's good. It is. It is I'm, good. But I feel I'm like there's a, a way you cross. I feel like you cross a line from smelling like good laundry to smelling like, I don't know, I guess like an old person, you know? <laughs> Like, yeah, I feel like there's a line there, um, there's a line like there. smelling like a clean old person versus smelling like clean laundry. <laughs> 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 Saying it out loud isn't the best, uh, but that's what I think. OK, don't don't come after me. All right. I won't. Um, <laughs> uh, Tali, I think also. Do you know what? I'm I'm immediately revising this. Tali okay. doesn't wear a fragrance because she can't definitely smell herself outside the suit. The suit, pro- she, you know what? Tali probably smells like, like medical, like a hospital. Very clean. Yeah. Like a doctor's office. Yeah, ant- like antiseptic. Because that, yeah, antiseptic. That's the word I'm like. That suit is constantly cleaning, yeah. like disinfecting. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's what it smells like. Cause she wouldn't wear a fragrance cause she like, was she going to smell it in there in the, in the suit or is she going to put it on the suit? No, mm. she's no. Yeah. I feel like there's too many filtration systems to to worry about to just be spraying fragrance willy nilly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That could really gum up the works yeah. if you're if you're spritzing <laughs> things on on there. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is Zaid, and I think he smells like whiskey and sweat. God, yeah, cigar smoke, whiskey and sweat. <laughs> cigar smoke, Ooh. yes, yeah, oh, that is it's a gross, pungent man. It's yeah. Oh, oh. this yes. Actually, I think not even cigar smoke. I think cigarette smoke. I think Zaid probably smokes. He's probably a smoker. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those dudes that, and maybe this isn't like a common dude. Maybe this is just a, I worked at a cigar shop for like a year, dude. Um, <laughs> but there are You these, know all the cigar shop dudes. Yeah, I, there are many of them. Um, <laughs> there was one guy I worked with, Gary. Shout out Gary. Shout out to Gary. Shout out Gary. We'd get the cigar Gary. Fattest. To Gary. You would get the fattest. <laughs> longest cigars that we sold at the store <laughs> and just fucking gnaw on them. He would just shove yeah. them oh, in his mouth and just chew on them. And in, in, oh my God. Yeah. I, I, oof. So I feel like that's what Zaid does. I feel like he doesn't, he just chewed just, on them. Just chewed them. Cause Didn't he was a, like okay. Them? So not, okay. Not to get too into Gary's history, but he was <laughs> a, uh, he was a landscaper at a golf course. So he would wake up at like three, four in the morning, you know, mow the green or whatever, do all the stuff. And you know, you don't want to get ash and whatnot over the grass, I sure. guess. And so he would just yeah. chew on them. Cause you, you still get the nicotine, I guess. I don't know, man, but it was, yeah, that's Zaid. Gary, jeez, he kind of looked like Zaid too. Um, <laughs> minus the accent. Uh, wow. Anyway, um, God, Zaid stinks. He stinks yeah, so. He smells bad. really bad. So he's bad. probably the stinkiest one. <sighs> yeah. Oh God. And his 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 smell receptors are probably absolutely burned out, and he can't, oh yeah he can't smell anything. Anything. So he has no idea he smells bad. Oh my God. But I don't yeah. think he would care if he did. No, he wouldn't care. He yeah. would not care. This man doesn't care about anything. I'm disgusted. Except, yeah. Anyway, Garrus, I think, does not wear a scent. So I imagine there's like maybe like a soap smell and a little bit of like like something like almost herbal. Like mm. if he 
I, I said whatever he uses to oil his guns. I don't know if oiling guns is a thing in the Mass Effect universe or in our universe. It might just be something I made up. I think there's but, grease um, in there somewhere. Yeah. I just feel like he probably smells like that or whatever that that big gun smells like in the Normandy, which I couldn't even begin to fathom. Yeah, I think it's definitely a mechanical undertone. Yeah. At, yeah. At least. I don't think I don't think he totally smells like metal. No. But I think there's definitely like it's like a pennies situation, like coins. <laughs> like he kind of yeah. smells like coins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't think in an entirely it's perfect, I, but he kind of smells like coins, kind of smells like coins. I don't think it's a totally negative stench, though. I, I feel yeah. like there's something kind of refined about it just because I'm trying to give Garrett's <laughs> credit, I think. Um, yeah, I think if he smelled if he were to smell bad, he would do something about right, it. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and I think that's I think that's where the like. He smells, but he doesn't stink mm-hmm. is coming from is because I do think he does care about his body and the, what other people think about him to some extent um, mm-hmm. enough to like shower a couple times a day. You know? Yeah. Grunt. Ooh. Bad. It's bad. But I think it's covered with thick layer of whatever the Krogan equivalent of Axe body spray is. <sighs> oh, jeez. <laughs> blood. I think he smells like oh, blood a lot of the time. Man. Being on it, I'm just speaking my truth. Yeah, I mean, the energy that Grunt brings is like middle school teen boy, and that yep. is like the axe body spray stink. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and is the Krogan equivalent of axe body spray blood? <laughs> it's still called okay, it's still called axe though, but it's like yeah. axe like the weapon, not it's something axe. different. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Stinky boy, sorry. Smelly son was not taught yeah, to bathe you're in the smelly tube. teenage son. Yeah. yeah it's not you... it's not imperative that you smell nice when you're mm-hmm. a perfect killing machine. Right. Yeah. I'm always saying this. Um Caden <laughs> probably smells good. I think mm-hmm. he wears some kind of woody, musky cologne, yes. something that that smells like, I don't know, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, he's definitely got some like mahogany or like pine. It's a scent that's named after a tree. Cedar. Cedar. Yeah, it's yeah. named after a tree. He smells like wood. Um Yeah. I've been um I'm now on like fragrance TikTok and oh. it has absolutely influenced me to buy some fragrances. Interesting. And one is um it's called Radio Bombay and it's like um from a brand called DS and Durga and it is just a wood smell and it is I'm obsessed with it. It's really? so good. Wow. Yeah. I think that that's probably the vibe on Caden. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent that. And I do think he like loads it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then whatever, whatever product he's putting in his hair. Do you think he does? Also, I guess it's, I think he just does okay, like kind actually, of a thick gel, like to just like. Actually, there there is an explanation that I realize neither of us has gotten because it's in the, in the DLC because um, we killed Caden. Caden, yeah. um, some people ask about his hair during the party, oh and he's God. like, "It's just, um, it's it, like it's because of it has something to do with like the the biotic fields." make his hair poofier or something. I don't know. It's sure, okay. uh, it's bullshit. I'm like, I know you're styling that. I know you're <laughs> not. That's not because there's a bunch of other biotics here and their hair doesn't look like that. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, <sighs> James smells like a Hollister. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jacob. There's a, I, I, going back to James, there's always a little bit of sweat smell and like strong deodorant yeah. and he tries to cover it up, but that, I think that man's yeah, very sweaty. I, I think, I mean, to give James some credit, I think he does, he definitely still has kind of middle school, like gym boy energy, but I think he mm-hmm. works out really hard, but I, I do think he showers like every single yes. time he is done working out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he goes back and does like a casual couple of push-ups, which like, you know, yeah. just, just pushes a little sweat out. But he's like, mm-hmm. he's just like a little stinky, but like it's more of a, a little bit. It's, it's like a natural musk thing instead yeah. of like a stink, you know? God, yeah. I hate this. <laughs> I, yeah, it's true. Is you're right though. Um, I hate Jacob, that I'm right. Is what I'm saying. Is that the fact yes. that like we've come to know these characters on such a level? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, I love especially this. after this one. Um, one. Jacob also hate that I'm right. I bet he smells good. I bet Jacob smells really good. Um, yeah. I feel like something, something sort of different something kind of spicy i was gonna like say something some, yeah. yeah like it's it's not it's a very like oh he went and like picked this out and it's like jacob's signature scent and definitely. it's not something you smell every day it's definitely yeah. something that he spent a lot of time on mm-hmm. once and mm-hmm. found the thing that is like this is my perfectly formulated thing yep this is this is jacob's special smell this is jacob jacob's yeah. special stuff <laughs> um yeah, definitely. It's my special stink. I do, but no, um, he, he definitely, he smells, he smells good. And I think he is, it's like, it's not offensive. I think this is maybe the best thing to say about Jacob is that he smells great to the perfect extent. Like mm-hmm. he knows how much to yeah. put on and he knows not overpowering what he needs or like what he, you know, what wants to put on. This is the kindest we've ever been to Jacob, That's but it's simply true. Yeah. <laughs> Worst Actually, person you know smells great. <laughs> tragic ashley i think i imagine it's wearing a very gourmand scent which means something that's that smells like almost like food like a vanilla or a caramel okay. or um i like i wrote here sorry but it's giving bath and body works. literally was about to say yeah you said vanilla and i was like there i know exactly the scent because i also worked mm-hmm. at a bath and body works for a little bit oh my gosh um, <laughs> learning so much deep aj lore yeah right you learn all of the weird jobs i had up until <laughs> through college yeah it's the it's it's that sparkling vanilla mm-hmm. something there's a third word there that i can't remember but it's <laughs> it's definitely that yeah it's fine you know mm-hmm. but it is. It's what she smelled like since sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So Jack is interesting because I know she doesn't wear a fragrance, mm-hmm. but I also don't. I don't feel like Jack is unwashed. Yeah. I've. I've. So I. I was thinking maybe just deodorant. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. I. I. I think like Jack, especially with like the shaved head, is like very much just kind of like a powder bath. You know, mm. like like it's just like. She'll just do the bare minimum to be clean. Yeah. But I don't know. She does say something in, in this DLC about uh, like strong biotic fields and stuff and how they affect yeah. you. So I feel like maybe also it affects her stench in some way. <laughs> <laughs> she smells like biotics, whatever right. that means. Yeah. She smells like a mass effect field. Miranda smells fucking expensive. Yeah, dude. Like she is wearing like... I don't know, Chanel number five or like mm-hmm. some shit. I don't even know if that's a particularly expensive sh- um, perfume. I imagine it is. But like it's it's something like very, very refined. Yeah, it smells um, like money. 
Yeah. yeah. Like she smells rich. Yeah. Morinth wears something extremely like different, like rare, very interesting, not uh, sort of almost like not Jacob level, but much more like I have never smelled a, a fragrance like this. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily a good smell. Yeah. It's like, it's just interesting. Morinth wears pheromones. She doesn't yeah. wear, it's not like a scent. It, it is like, mm-hmm. it's a tool to like mm-hmm. uh, attract a mate. Um, 100%. Yes. Yeah. So like you said, it's not inherently good, but it is like, this is an interesting smell. Mm-hmm. Contrast, Samara, Dove Soap. <laughs> she just smells like Dove. That's true. She just smells like Dove. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely no no way that the code allows for frivolous smells. <laughs> Definitely not. It's not uh, advantageous for your enemies to be able to smell you. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe no smell at all. Rex, um, I have here sweat and gunpowder. Mm-hmm. I don't even think the uh, why gunpowder. That's not a thing in this game. I don't think in this universe. <laughs> sweat and um, but, heat capacitors. But I feel like, like he what? smells like it anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sweat and dirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a offensive scent. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I yep. don't have much more to say about it. It's. It, yeah. It's. It's. It's not great. Um, yeah. The boy. The boy stinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have Edie. This is where it gets a little interesting. I. I wrote like metal polish. Idk. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some sort of polish or like you know maintenance oil or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or like whatever you use to to wipe down your stainless steel appliances. Mm-hmm. Soft it smells like Goo Gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a pleasant smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to give Edie more credit, but I don't think I mean, she like needs to do it. And I don't even know if there would be a safe way to do it with the body. Yeah. You know? I almost wonder if there's something that she does because she's like, oh, I hear that right. people adorn themselves with with interesting smells as a form of self-expression and hygiene. And, yeah. and like maybe she would like try something. Mm. I don't know what or how. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we the haven't... offensive thing that I, I just thought of was a, a car freshener. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not right. I'm oh, but I do think it would be something that has to emit a smell and not like a spray she or like a right. something she puts on herself. So I, I yeah, I think the the concept of a car freshener is correct. <laughs> um unfortunately. Yeah. In a similar vein, we have a legion who I think smells like old metal and gasoline yeah. because he got that big hole in the middle. Yeah. That can't be good. Yeah, the Geth can't smell. No. I mean, may, I, as far as I know, I, it doesn't look like they have any receptor for that kind of information. Um, Mass Effect. Oh and the Geth smell. <laughs> uh, we, we will become the foremost authority on whether the Geth can smell or not. This is a GameFAQs.GameSpot.com game forum post titled The Geth Smell Bad, Body of the Post, as they have no noses. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think it's supposed to be a joke. Like they they're bad at smelling. They, they do not it. smell well. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, there is a Reddit. There's a Reddit. Of course. <laughs> what do you think each race of Mass Effect no. stuff smells like slash would taste like? Oh, damn. They one upped us too. Fuck. 
not the Tali sweat discussion again. Oh, apparently this <laughs> oh is a, no! Because oh, it's probably hot and sticky in there. Yeah. Um, Oof. Krogan, hot garbage. Sorry, lilacs, Turian, wet rocks. <laughs> wet rocks. Okay. <laughs> I actually like that as an answer, like a petrichor kind of. Mm. Um, Quarian, hydrogen peroxides, Larians, pond water, Volus, cat piss. That seems offensive <laughs> for reasons I can't even express. Um, anyway, I'm going to stop this. Um, well, wait, wait, what are the guests? That's the one we needed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think, I don't know. Here, wait, let me. You know that odd but distinct smell of an old air conditioner? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Musty, kind of mildewy, like really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially because their ships don't have windows or anything. Like, I mean, I guess yeah. they're spaceships, so they don't have, they're not like opening the windows <laughs> for smell anyway. But yeah, I think it's, it's like old metal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Jeez. Thane smells like leather. Yeah. 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 Um, and the last one I have here, Joker smells like weed. <laughs> I don't even think because he I don't think that he flies under the influence. Mm. And I don't need and so I don't think he even partakes that much because he'd always be flying. <laughs> but for some reason, I just feel like Joker smells like weed. He's been wearing the same clothes since the academy. Um, yeah. he was really into it in the academy. Wow. I don't know. Someone, someone yell at me about that one. Um, no, I mean, I think that feels kind of right. I mean, it feels like that f- fits his personality and his vibe, but you are correct. He, he, he needs to have like lightning fast reflexes and reaction time and mm-hmm. stuff. So I think he definitely does not partake or if he does, it's like, Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z levels of like, oh, I've been wearing weighted armor this whole time. And then he takes off the like 200 pound shoulder pads and then is really, really fast. Um, so Joker's Whoa. been high this entire time. So when he's sober, <laughs> you better be fucking ready, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Just that, uh, that good. He's just that good. All right. That's everyone <laughs> that I had. I might have forgotten some. I don't, I don't so. know. Thank you so much for that. And while we have all these smells fresh in our head, mm. how about we just get the whole gang together and take a big whiff? Uh, that's yeah. right, everybody. We're talking about the Citadel DLC uh, Woo! today. A while ago, beginning of the game, because that's how the DLC works in the Legendary <laughs> Edition, you just get it all at the beginning. Which, side note, don't you think it would be more interesting if they like had points in the game where it's like, and now you get this DLC and now you get this. Yes. DLC, you know, anyway, definitely. Uh, I imagine that probably would have taken additional work on their part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's just like dragging a cutscene to a different spot, but I don't know how game design works. So maybe not. Yeah. I don't know either. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so a while ago, um, Anderson was like, Hey, can you go check out my apartment? It's really cool, but I'm not there. So can you just go check up on it? Uh, And so then you're like, yeah, sure. So we finally go to check up on Anderson's apartment and um, we arrive at the silver. What is it? The silver sun strip. Is that what it's called? Yes. Uh, Yeah. Which is like it's like if you took Times Square and shoved it into a mall. Jesus Christ. That's that's what the vibe is on the silver sun strip. That is a horrifying mashup. I'm, I'm right, though. You're right, yeah. and it's alarming. 
Um, yeah. So you arrive at the Silver Sun Strip uh, at Anderson's apartment and you call Anderson on a vidcom and he's like, hey, what's up? Isn't this a great apartment? It's yours. And then you're like, I can't take this apartment. And he says, <laughs> well, you're gonna. That's <laughs> um, this really like the whole gist of the conversation. But he does have this one line says, the longer I'm on Earth, the less I want to leave. Um, which yeah, I just thought was a great line from that. It is and um, goes a long way towards explaining what is truly a bonkers premise. <laughs> have um, my house. <laughs> yeah, have my house. I, of course, was immediately like, what are the tax implications? Is this a gift? Yeah. Is this, the are we doing just like a deed? Like what's going on? Fuck. Yeah, I've never really understood it. Um, I feel like they could have just been like, hey, Tiberius Towers is opening this new apartment building yeah. and we want you commander shepherd to have one of the units well like it could have just been that kim if we did that we yeah. wouldn't get the 20 voice messages <laughs> hidden around this fucking apartment <laughs> that's just anderson right. being like hello i am anderson in a different situation i love earth and combat yeah it's like someone is interviewing him for a book yeah and so he's talking about his life in 20 different voice messages the, scattered around the the in, home in individual pdas this is the thing mm-hmm. about mass yeah. effect we have this insanely <laughs> advanced technology we can travel travel the galaxy in the blink yeah. of an eye but we can only store one piece of information one video message on per ipad your ipad yeah and mm-hmm. it's, it's especially weird in this instance <laughs> because presumably this is one person asking Anderson yeah. all these questions and then just yeah. leaving iPads around his house. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, obviously. Also, this is mm. <laughs> like, it could be forgiven if it was like, this was made before the time when we had, right. you know, cell phones and things that like you can have all of these things in your pocket it's like this is from like 2012 yeah i don't think it can be forgiven if i'm being totally honest with you if we can imagine (laughs) if we can imagine a future where there we we find a race of bugs that have been Mm -hmm. keeping up this this thing called the citadel that also allows us to travel the galaxy (laughs) we can we can conceptualize a cube that can hold a bunch of information. Yeah. Um, more than one email. Yeah. It's, it's just such, um, I mean, obviously we are nitpicking and this is like totally not a big deal and we are thinking about it too much, but like, it's just so interesting to see how Bioware solved for like, well, how are we going to do the lore drops? And like when people find like books in oblivion, or like, you know, in, mm-hmm. the, in the Elder Scrolls games, like you find books that have all this lore in them. How are we going to solve for that? And the answer was like, oh, we're just going to do books, but it's going to be digital, period. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense when you're out in the world finding data pads that like this particular data pad might have belonged to one particular person and it has a little interesting message on it. Sure. But yeah, this it really breaks down here in Anderson's apartment where he has 16 <laughs> iPads each with one voice memo yeah. on it. And I, I just don't I guess the reason why we're ragging so hard on it is like there's no reason for it. There is no <laughs> like, <laughs> reason for it. I think it's because they really maybe they were having a really hard time selling the Anderson Anderson novels and they were like we need to get people interested in anderson please buy these books 
Yeah, um, I got to be honest. I love Anderson as a character. I have never, including in this playthrough, bothered to listen to these. Yeah, I listened to them. And then the one note I took was cool voice messages that I simply did not retain. Um, <laughs> not, not a piece of information. I did listen to one that reveals that he has an ex-wife. Yes, he did. He, that is a fact. But okay, one last thing about the Anderson exploring the apartment that is now yours mm-hmm. um, that really, really upset me. Mm-hmm. There is an ANN interview that you can watch on the television. Oh. Uh-huh. And, and it is like five full ass real minutes of a conversation between Anderson and this interviewer. And it goes on forever and does not reveal anything interesting if you don't really <laughs> if you don't really really care about anderson because it's like oh what was mm-hmm. it like when you like became an uh the cat like how's the the normandy what's it like being an admiral and it's like sure this is in- interesting if this was like real <laughs> like if he was a real person and not like a secondary character in the video <laughs> game mass effect 3 it's just simply spent too much time and frankly probably too much money making this entire this entire scene um and it really really made me upset it kind of sounds like you're a fake anderson fan is what i'm hearing um that you don't care about the minutiae <laughs> of his life yeah i guess so. i'm teasing you <laughs> <laughs> like do you even uh, care about anderson uh, like even <laughs> not that much yeah, like that's the thing. It's like Anderson yeah. is cool and I think he's great for the character that he is and like the little bits of story that we get about his past through these interactions mm-hmm. with like Kai Lang and stuff is like, oh, cool. But even the Kai Lang stuff and the like, oh, oh he Lang, has yeah. a, you know, he he likes this woman that we meet that I do not remember her name. I'm sorry. Um, Like that. Kaylee Sanders. Kaylee Sanders. Thank you. Like I'm not particularly interested in that part of Anderson's mm-hmm. life. And that's mm-hmm. fine when it shows up and it's like a little blip on the big conversation that right. you have. But when it is, when the game is telling you, here's the one thing that you can like do gameplay wise right now. And it is just like info dumping about this other character mm-hmm. just does not feel super fun. And it's not like mm-hmm. real. It's not compelling world building. It is it is yeah they, which is unusual for this game yeah. they're so good at world building yeah they they made they somehow managed to make books really really boring <laughs> <laughs> it's like an audiobook that just has absolutely no personality in it cuz it is one you heard it here AJ asynchronous hates books that's right <laughs> uh, god i Anyway, I, I'm I'm sorry that we that can't got me. spend this long no, on this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had two lines of notes, which were I did not retain any of these. I and know this that we, we was too really long. I, we piled on. It's, it, OK, it's a nighttime recording, I guess, which is worth pointing out. Yeah, um, is that is worth pointing out. Um, <laughs> we leave the apartment. We're going to sushi. We go to sushi oh, with Joker. Fuck, no, I want sushi. <laughs> we go to sushi with Joker. You sit down and you meet him, and he's like, "Hey, we're on shore leave. Isn't this fun? I can't believe how fancy this sh- the sushi place is. It's French guy at the door, serious, which I thought was a very yeah. funny line." And then we're like, "Oh, you sent us an email. Like, what do you want to talk about?" And he was like, "Oh no, you sent me an email. What did you want to talk about?" And then we meet the bumbling, ever so charming. <laughs> um, I don't actually know her Brooks. Well, her Brooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My sorry, Maya yeah. Brooks, but I don't. I don't remember her rank like what her her rank is she's 
I I don't know if we know her exact rank, yeah. but she's in Alliance Intelligence. Yes. Um, we learn more about that later. Yeah. So she 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 runs oh, up. Oh, staff analyst. Staff analyst. Staff analyst. Maya Brooks. I have it written down. There you go. So she runs yeah. in and trips over some people, and she's got a data pad, her one data pad with all her info on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, with her one piece of info on it. <laughs> <laughs> it says. Uh, Commander Shepard, people are trying to kill you. And then you're like, yeah, that's like everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she says, new people. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> and then tells you that basically your like credentials have been hacked and somebody is mm-hmm. like posing as Shepard and doing bad things. And then I have a note that I will not say out loud right now, but we'll come back to it. My ninth note Mm-hmm. In this mission, we will have to come back to. Um, oh, I'm fascinated by this. Did you call a shot? I did call a shot. <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then um, um, mercenaries show up and are they're looking for Shepard and they start shooting people. Can we talk about the line that they say when they come in? Please. Um, everything, everything about Citadel DLC is very um, campy isn't the right word, but it's I, like. I know what it is, but I don't want to. I don't want to touch in on it yet. It'll, okay, you know what? Never mind. Fuck that. Um, I I know what it is. May I? May I? May I? Yeah, hit 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 me with that stuff. Um, it's the Joss Whedonification of Mass Effect. <laughs> um, the Avengers movie did in fact come out a year before this DLC came out. Fuck. And then they came out with Mass Effect Avengers. Uh, is what this DLC is. Um, oh, I hate that you're right, but you're a little bit right. Uh, Kim, but, uh, I am <laughs> really right, and I'm sorry to say it. <laughs> But I am really, really right. But oh man, I yes, it is a little Joss Whedon. It's a like I do think that it's like it feels kind of self-aware. Yes, yeah. And how like I think they know that it's like kind of corny in a Joss Whedon way. Not they don't know that Brooks is corny in a Joss Whedon way, <laughs> and she fucking is. I I wrote somewhere in here that it's like a Zoe Deschanel thing going on yeah. where she's like, what was that word that people used to describe Zoe? Not not twee, oh. but it was like ad- adorable. Oh, even worse, <laughs> really bad. That's that's the vibe Ooh. on on Brooks is Ooh. is like they were trying to do a Zoe Deschanel adorable thing, Ugh. and I don't think it works. But um, they're just trying. Here's the thing that bugs me about. Brooks is that we already have trainer. Yeah. Trainer. We is already have Samantha trainer. What are you doing? Yeah. The trainer is like adorable in like a more at times believable way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Maya Brooks is a caricature. Yeah. Um, of this type of character. Anyway. But yeah. Uh, so what's what's the line that the mercenaries say when they show up? They um, I don't have it exactly, but they're like, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's entertainment will be brought to you by random acts of violence. And then they start shooting the place up. And I'm like, that's not a cool line. Tell me. Tell me that's not something. These guys are such herbs. <laughs> tell me that's not marks. something that a, a, a B tier Avengers villain <laughs> wouldn't say. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, no, and then yeah. like yeah. they immediately get knocked out in one. Also, scene. I love how you say B tier Avengers for a uh, villain as if there are a tier of. Well, but villains. as in like the, they're not the main villain of the. Oh, the I movie. see. They are like in the beginning when we're like getting the squad together mm-hmm. and we're like, we're all got doing it, our it, own thing. And they're all, you know, they're, yeah. they're fighting like Jared, not Wolverine. And he's got like, <laughs> you know, he's got like one big claw on both hands <laughs> instead of three. Anyway, random acts of violence, 
and they start shooting. Um, yeah. And then she gets shot, which is wild. Uh, I said, <laughs> I just wrote, yo, what is happening? Uh, because it immediately <laughs> pops off. Um, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's fun uh, because you have to knock a Merc out and then take their weapon and then you only have that gun. Uh, it's a good gun. Yeah. It's a good gun for the record. It's a very good gun. Yeah. There's a silencer on it. Yes, it does have a silencer on it, which is like we're still in the age of like we haven't fully figured out what a stealth game is. Um, oh, man. And it's like they shouldn't have tried shouldn't here. Have tried. I, immediately the one scene where they're like, OK, now it has a silencer on it so you can like kill a guy. And so I like went around a corner and then shot him, but not in the head enough, I guess. And so he mm-hmm. didn't die. And then everybody in the room was like, it's yeah. Commander Shepard. I, I was like out of view of them and like creeping along behind cover getting ready to shoot a guy and he was like I found Shepard and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> what fuck, are man what are our field of views here you can't here? see me yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's not good anyway anyway yeah so yeah we go after Brooks tell Joker to go find the crew which is sort of a ruse to use Joker as bait so to distract a guard so then you can shoot them and Joker gets mad that's so funny, funny. Bit. yeah yeah, so that that is one of the. There is a lot of bits in this that are good. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm not saying, and yeah, that's one of them. The bits, the bits I think are like mostly good, but um, but yeah, they're Avengers is. bits. I'm sorry, they're <laughs> Avengers bits. Yeah, the Avengers bits are good um, sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. especially the beginning, like the, especially the first time when yeah, it was like, listen, it's 2012. Who among us didn't enjoy those movies back when it was like, holy shit, a superhero movie can be this? Yeah, um, yeah. and then we got 14 more of them. Yes. So we then do some sneaking around and we are trying to get uh, a transport delivered so that we can get away. Oh, yeah. Can we 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 should first discuss. So sure. um, we we go, we help Brooks. Sorry. yeah. And then I don't know. The baddies get the upper hand on us. Shepard is on the sushi restaurant. The floors are fish tanks. Cool. For the record. Yeah. Sick. Very cool. But the baddies shoot the fish tank that Shepard is on. So Shepard falls through the floor and like into like the, I don't know, the underbelly of the citadel Mm -hmm. below. If your fish tank floor breaks and then just (laughs) spills out into the streets of the city <laughs> there's no safety that net. is bad architecture <laughs> what were you thinking maybe maybe that's a lawsuit maybe the protheans put that there you know maybe <laughs> i no <laughs> no i I'll put some respect on javik's name yeah never. that's true they were never having that much fun yeah God. uh <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, you're you fall through. You gotta like fight your way like to safety. Essentially, um, you're like climbing around on like fire escapes for a little bit until you like reach the ground. And then, um, yeah, you're trying to get a transport out, and you can't get a transport out because CSEC has the entire place on lockdown, mm-hmm. which is crazy because I'm Commander Shepard. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a Spectre, yeah. and I should just be able to go. Hey let me out they're trying to kill me yeah i guess it depends on what csec knows or thinks they know mm-hmm. about this situation because if they're True. If, if the mercenaries were hired using commander shepherd's id and stuff maybe they think shepherd is in on it in That's some true. way i don't know but i do think yeah. that could have been more clear because it is just like csec has it locked down and then it's like mm-hmm. oh this is a thing that has never happened before and i've done 
yeah. really fucked up stuff on the Citadel. Um, I will also say music slaps. Oh. Music in this in this DLC is very good. Yeah, so you're there, and then uh, you're, you you make your way to like a taxi service area to to finally call this transport or to to steal a transport, I guess, and then yeah, it's a, it's basically like a car lot. Yeah, like a like a not a used car lot, but a new car yeah. lot. And uh, is this? I, I ask this every time Liara shows up because I never know if it's a universal thing or if this is like a relationship thing. Um, it's a relationship thing. Okay. Your your significant other is the first one to show up cool. and the first one to contact you. Great. Um, so Tali showed up for me yeah. in the past. I've had Garris show up. Mm-hmm. Garris is a middle schooler who is so excited to have a girlfriend that he keeps using the world words girlfriend and boyfriend. Oh, no. It, because in the Citadel DLC, Garrus calls himself your boyfriend one million times <laughs> and it, it when you've romanced oh, him no. and it rules. It's oh, adorable. Garrus. It's yeah, it's so cheesy. It's very good. Yeah. But uh in this case, um These Dexter kids here. love being in love. They do. They love love. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Tali's kicking ass because she loves me and I love her and we're gonna get married someday. Liara shows up and says, I like what you're wearing, even though it is the same thing I wear literally every single time I'm on the Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Tali also complimented the outfit. And for me, it's it's gins like armbands and puffy. Yeah. <laughs> Puffy vest outfit. <laughs> so good. Hype beast outfit. I don't even know if they, do they give yeah. you an opportunity to change if you wanted to. Uh, like it, before this, yeah, is there like no. an armored thing in the apartment? I don't think so. There, there is an armor oh, thing in the apartment, okay. but you wouldn't know to change. Yeah. If you didn't, I mean, I guess you could like yeah. be like, oh, I guess I don't know. It seems weird I would, that they don't. I'd never think of it. Yeah, it seems weird that they don't like automatically have you change into something else, and then I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we're I'm getting hung up on the wrong stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, so then we need to get the gate open to get to the transport, but the gates are locked down because the guy who owns this car place locked the gates down because he is afraid, mm-hmm. and so. Shepard's like, okay, well, we need the gate controls. It's behind. It's probably in the office. Let me like smash this door down. Uh, and for me, Liara goes, hold on, and walks up to the window where like the guy is like the Volus who owns this place is like sitting, mm-hmm. you know, against the wall with his like legs up, his knees up to his chest, like scared. And she just knocks and says, "Can you unlock the door, the 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 gates, please?" And he goes, and he does it, and then just goes, "Please go away." Mm-hmm. And Shepard goes, "Well, I could have done that." Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that is, what is what is Tally doing in this situation? Same same exact scene. Oh, okay. Same thing. Well, all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> underwhelming. Um, cool. Uh, so then the doors open and a bunch of guys pop in and you have to shoot a bunch of guys and then you mm-hmm. uh, you get into a car that uh, Maya Brooks has called you um, and then <laughs> and then Joker show, or then Rex shows up. <laughs> Rex is here uh, yeah. Before you get in the car, like a C-Sec shuttle shows up. <laughs> And you're like, oh, yay, we're saved. And no, it's a bunch of mercs. Mm. Um, and then Rex jumps through a window <laughs> and lands on their shuttle um, and just like Rex shop. It's extremely good. It's, it's, it's really good. good. It's just like I love my cool uncle. Yeah, I, it's and this is the first time that I noted that this is really goofy. Like we're having a full on mm-hmm. goofy time. And yeah, look, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And uh we're like, hey, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, well, I was talking to the council about, you know, Krogan expansion into the galaxy and it wasn't going well. Anyway, so then uh, Joker and Brooks save us in the in the uh, I keep wanting to call the transport the Citadel. And I don't know why um, <laughs> they save us in the transport and 
we uh, begin flying away. And then we kind of talked to Brooks about like, hey, you know, what did you like? How did you figure this stuff out? Um, how did you, you know, find us, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and this is where she explains that she's a data analyst um, and has a tracking program. Uh, th- th- this it, no. it's just a bunch of tech stuff, um, and she's tracks. Yeah, she she says like, oh, I prevent like fraud and hacking and like people using like alliance like credentials who shouldn't have them. Yeah, and then she says, I made a tracking program and I named it after my cat, Mister Biscuits. And you're like, okay, that's <sighs> good to know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just don't even. The jokes are so hit and miss, I think. And I think it's because yeah. I think it's just because of the oversaturation of them in the in the preceding decade, mm-hmm. the preceding decade from when this was made. But anyway. Yeah. Uh so she explains that. And you're like, okay, cool. And then you head back. Where did you all you all meet up somewhere? It's at the apartment. It is the apartment. Okay. Yeah. So you head back to the Everybody apartment. meets up at the apartment. Everybody meets up at the apartment. They're all there. Um mm-hmm. it's great. The gang's all here. They're all here. Uh, Joker's upset that we used him as bait. <laughs> so then we, we basically get a Normandy scene. We walk around and talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And Tally says that she remembered that sushi place from her pilgrimage. And it's like, and you broke the floor. <laughs> like, well, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. She was like, I always <laughs> fantasized about going there. I used to sit and watch the fish. And then you broke their floor. <laughs> really funny. Cortez is around and he mm-hmm. is like, well, if there's one thing this has taught us, it's not to have dinner with Joker. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. it's very good. Uh, I love Steve Cortez. Um, Me too. Uh, Liara is actually doing some shadow broker work. And I mean, th- sorry, did you have any other stuff? Here? No, nothing else yeah. that I thought okay. was notable. Yeah. yeah. So then we, we go talk to Liara, who is doing shadow broker work in the kitchen um, with Glyph and Use the gun that you stole from the the Merc to trace who had bought the guns for the mercenaries uh, and mm-hmm. traces the gun back to Elijah Khan, uh, who is a smuggler, and he sold the guns to the mercenaries. So that doesn't mm-hmm. tell us exactly who was after us, but it at least gets us one step closer. If we can talk to Elijah Khan, then we can ask who bought the guns and then we can find who paid for the mercs. Uh, so then we're like, okay, well, let's go talk to Elijah Khan. And so we go to confront Elijah Khan at a casino in the Citadel. He's he. It's a casino he owns. Yes. We think he's probably in the panic room in the casino yeah. because he realizes he's in trouble. Well, is he in the panic room or is it like we don't we don't want to cause he's a in the scene? Panic room. Okay, okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it was if he, he was there or if it was like we have to keep a low profile so he doesn't go to the panic room. Uh, okay. It's it seems like I think it's like we are assuming that he that's where there. he's laying low right sure. now. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, I guess we have to go to this casino and confront him. Um, and then it's like, oh, one problem. This is a black tie <laughs> event. Um, yeah. It's like, okay, we're doing we're doing the Kasumi mission again. This is fun. I like it. I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Who did you bring to the party? Obviously, I brought Tali as my date. Yeah, I brought Garrus. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because Liara is the shadow I mean, he broker. He cleans up nice. I get it. He cleans up nice. Liara yeah, is... but nobody knows Liara is the shadow okay, broker. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. She is more <laughs> useful in this situation behind a computer. She is a better man okay. in chair than she is. Whatever my girlfriend. you have to tell yourself <laughs> in to this moment. justify why you chose not to invite your girlfriend to the black tie charity event. I chose my best friend who can kill people really <laughs> well. And not my girlfriend who is wow. a hacker and information worker. Yeah, can't kill people really well. <laughs> oh my fucking Tennis. god. So offensive to women. You- <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we go to the place and we get dressed up and everybody looks great. Um, Liara at some point is like, I wish you brought me to this. Yeah, I, I get it. Okay. I knew that was going to happen, but I need to, I, I trust Gareth with a gun more than I trust. Liara. And she needed to be doing shadow broker stuff. It just made sense to me. Sure, okay. sure, sure. So we do a whole thing and there's like hacking and there is, um, you know, uh, vision uh, of avoidance that we need to do and it's fun mm-hmm. and I like doing it and I had a good time. Um, the casino, I think, is a fun area. Yeah. Um, there are tables. It's like puzzles. It's the best that Mass Effect has ever done puzzles. Totally. Totally. Of like distracting various guards and disabling various cameras and shit. Follow the um, green line good. to the other big button that says off or whatever. Uh, it's a great time. Uh, and so then we finally arrive at Elijah Khan's office. But dun 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 dun. He has been killed. <sighs> uh, worth worth noting. Brooks was the first one to go in yes. because she went in through a vent yeah. and then like let us in from there. Yes, we needed to come from like both sides to be able to turn off the sensors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we sent her through a vent <laughs> at one point. So then we get there. Elijah Khan's dead. Garris goes, oh, and here I had this bad cop routine all planned. Uh, <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. That is extremely funny. That is a, I think, unique Garrus line because mm-hmm. uh, Tully didn't say that. <laughs> and so then we're like, okay, well, he's dead, but hopefully we can get info off his computer. But nope, <laughs> his whole computer has been wiped. Uh, like, okay. Except. Fuck. Um, well, I guess we have the comm drives, uh, which it's just like the communications um, are on mm-hmm. there. Uh, and is it Brooks who finds the... Com- no. no okay this is just, so then we go us. back to the it's it's shepherd yeah. and so yeah it's like you look at basically like like the call log right and um yeah. you go through his emails are able to yeah are able to just like call the bad guy back mm-hmm. um just hit like star 69 mm-hmm. and you end up getting patched through to him but like the signal is is like bad so you can't see his face or their face and um, you have like a sinister little conversation with this person that doesn't really lead anywhere. Right. Except they say, I'm going to take everything you have and everything you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we take those drives. Yes. To see if Edie can use them to find anything. Yeah. Um, and then we are back and I believe we get more conversation around the apartment. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Which I. Yeah. Um, for me. I, I wrote down um, Ashley was upset that I uh, didn't. Did you have Ashley here? No, I didn't even get the option oh, to do anything. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's stuck behind a desk, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. Damn. Sorry. Yeah, she she was upset that she didn't get to do the mission. She was like, I look good in a fancy dress. And I'm like, this is so funny considering the history here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very like girls competing with girls. Yes. Um, Rex also makes a crack about like, what, you didn't want me as your date, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I had cool. um, from this these conversations uh, so then you go back to the kitchen which has become the like de facto war room i guess um mm-hmm. and uh brooks is there and she has uh, decoded and encrypted com from about a week ago and then joker is like Edie, why didn't you like you could have cracked this in like five seconds like why did why did you not do that and Edie's like oh well i wanted to try and let uh data analyst brooks improve their uh hacking mm-hmm. their, their decryption abilities <laughs> this is it's just there's so much back and forth here um there's so much banter yeah yeah, uh, yeah. 
it's like they're waiting for like the last bit of like decryption to happen. Mm-hmm. So there's just like some chat happening. Yeah. Um, so, so Joker's, you know, tells Edie that she lost the chance to show off by letting Brooks do this thing, whatever. Um, and then Brooks is like, well, you know, you guys don't need to show off. You're the crew of the Normandy. Uh, you're legends. And then you're like, what kind of legends? And then she says the kind of legends that people look up to. And then there's a bunch of jokes mm-hmm. about being legends. Yeah. And then- Rex is like, how come people are always shooting at us? And um, there's like a weird moment of like weight jokes about Rex being bigger than everyone uh-huh. else. And it's not good. Mm. Um <laughs> But I did like the the one crack here that worked for me is um, Jin's like, well, you know, uh, it's all part of the job. And um, Garrus pulls a wait, you guys are getting paid. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Which was good. Um, and I love that meme. Yeah. Anyway, the decryption is done. Yeah, the encryption is done. But uh, just sorry for the record. Brooke says that's your secret weapon is that you can all be like best friends with each other and also kill people. Power of friendship. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> thought of a very funny moment later on. Mm. So we learn that about a week ago, the mercenaries were given uh, Atlas mechs. <laughs> and so I guess that's upsetting. But also we learn that the these this whoever has Shepard's codes is planning mm-hmm. to attack the Citadel archives um, or like go to the Citadel archives to like steal information. We don't know the specifics. I don't think we just know that they will be there. Well, Glyph Glyph comes in and is like, it's happening right now. Oh, OK. Like the like the archives just went into lockdown. They're there right now. So we got to go. Okay. Uh, <sighs> and then Joker's like, right now, I just ordered a pizza. And there's a bolus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was James who it ordered James. the pizza. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I, I, then, then there's just the Volus pizza Which is, guy. It, it's after he like had been complained, like when you talk to him in this, before this scene, he was like, man, I'm hungry. And then this it was a good sort of callback, but it is very cheesy. 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 Yeah. Um, and then he's like, I got to get paid for my pizza. And then it, that's the end of the yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe yeah, we end the scene. Joss Whedon. Yeah, with like an LOL random pizza. Like this is like yeah. very, <laughs> very early tens internet humor. Very mm-hmm. Avengers Joss Whedon. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's just yeah. So uh, I brought Garrison Liara on this mission. <laughs> I brought Tali and Rex. Cool. Brooks suggests a head-on attack. Or like we just like go in guns a blazing and and fucking mm-hmm. show up because stuff's already gone bad, so we can't really like afford to kind of like be sneaky about it. And then there's a whole lot of banter, and I did not oh man, write anything so down about it. I just said there's a lot of banter. Happening. Yeah, I even like throughout this mission, even as you're fighting. Yes. yes. There is like tons of banter that I barely ever catch. Mm let alone was able to write down. Um, the important part is we get into the archives. We fight some baddies. Brooks in the middle of this fight gets like held at gunpoint by the big bad. And it's like the jig is immediately up. You immediately know what's going on because their voice is familiar. <laughs> yes. Finally, they like let go. Of, we like drop our guns. They let go of Brooks and step out of the shadows. And it's a clone of Shepard. Um, I said this rules. I think this this is awesome. <laughs> I thought this was a great twist. This is what I thought the Cerberus twist was going to be with Kai Lang. Yeah. So I was like, oh, uh, so long ago when you you mentioned this, <laughs> you were like, oh, I thought it was going to be a Shepard clone. I was like, 
How wild would that be, huh? How, how crazy. Um, Whoa. What an idea you had. <laughs> totally unique, original idea. Uh, no, so I'm like, I was totally hyped on this. I thought this was great. I think this totally makes sense. I love it from like a, a story justification standpoint of like, yeah, of course yeah. they didn't get it right the first time. Of course. Of course they made a shepherd Yeah. Yeah. And then she says, like, you know, I was basically your spare parts. Like, if something wasn't working, mm-hmm. they would just take it from me, um, which is, like, really fucked. But, you know, again, I totally make sense in the context of, like, how how you would make a clone mm-hmm. and the kind of uh, atrocities you would need to commit to do so. <laughs> so uh, she says that she woke. Uh, sorry, she, I'm, I'll, I'll be using uh, she, I guess, because it's Courtney for me. She woke up from her coma six months ago, and this shepherd has decided to take the place of the current Commander Shepard, mm-hmm. which is why they brought you here um, and are ready to kill you. Did um, did your sh- clone Shepard shit talk uh, Liara? Uh, I probably, but I did not write it down. So there's there's a moment here where like they're like, oh, well, these people belong to the cult of yes, Shepard or whatever. And and like makes a, a crack about Tali specifically. Mm. He says, I don't know if I should kill you with a bullet or just take your take off your mask and cough. And that got me. <laughs> listen, listen here, buddy. It's my fucking wife. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Wow. I will end you anyway. Yeah. So then she's like, OK, well, I'm going to take your ship. And you're like. Yeah. Like hell you are. And then you try to hail the Normandy, which like obviously isn't going to work. Um, <laughs> but she intercepts that and then uh, calls and then like uses that pass key mm-hmm. that you were about to use to then call the Normandy. And it's like, hey, trainer, we're making an emergency exit. Get ready to go. Trainer's like, gotcha. Cool. And then you get a renegade <laughs> interrupt as as Shepard is walking away or sorry, as the other shepherd is walking away. Um, mm-hmm. And sorry, also, I don't know if this was on purpose, mm-hmm. but my shepherd looked a little shorter than real shepherd. Oh, and I don't know if that was, if that was that. on purpose or if that was just like the models like aren't wearing the same like armor or whatever. So they are a little shorter. Uh, but I, it could I be like that. that I would like to imagine that other shepherd wears lifts to <laughs> make themselves feel taller. Sure. Like they're the big, the bigger shepherd. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. So then we fight, um, fight them. Yes, we fight the guys. Um, yeah. Clone Shepherd leaves, and we fight some guys. And there's lots of banter. Yeah, uh, as as Clone so Shepherd banter. is leaving, there is an option, a renegade option to shoot uh, a lamp in the shape of the Citadel down. And I did take that because that was a cool way to start that fight. Um, mm-hmm. and it crushed, you know, whatever. So there's a bunch of shooting, and yeah, like <laughs> I also nonstop banter. But I said all the all the stuff that I heard was good. I liked it and it made me chuckle. Yeah, I think they keep calling Rex Uncle Erdnot. And he's like, come see what Uncle Erdnot has for you. It's very good. I love Rex. Yeah. I, Rex is very good in this whole DLC. Yeah. And then the mercenaries are like, wait a minute. Is that Archangel? Like they just start like calling out the different members of the crew. I missed that one. They start they start yeah. like calling out different members of the crew, and one of them is is that Archangel? How are we going to kill him? And then Garrus goes, "You're not," and you hear a gunshot. <laughs> really good stuff. Um, and so then you kill them all, and then mm-hmm. Edie's like, "I wonder what Clone Shepard could want." And then Courtney's like, "Anything's possible at this point." I feel like it's so obvious. <laughs> They're just trying. It wasn't obvious to me the first time I was playing it. 
I just like we've already gotten to the point where Shepard has been like, I'm taking the Normandy. And it's like, well, yeah, you want to be Shepard. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I didn't. I, I didn't clock yeah. anything. I was head empty. <laughs> it's it's um, really funny here because uh, Edie asks this question. Shepard says anything is possible at this point. And Javik says, such as discovering you have a clone. Uh, and then Shepard <laughs> says, I don't want to talk about it. Mm hmm. This is where I wrote my notes. This is like Avengers level writing and then said, oh, this came out in 2012. No, 2013, which is the year after Avengers. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, 100%. This is all like based in, oh, people liked Avengers and let's just do that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. So Glyph is like tracking the other shepherd yes. and it's oh like God. sort of goofy because Glyph is like clearly very confused about what's happening. Yeah. So there's a lot of goofs about that, mm -hmm. but we're, we're pushing further into the archives after them in teams and there's team Mako and team Hammerhead, which roughly correlates to Mass Effect one mm -hmm. versus like Mass Effect three, uh, like era squad mates, mm -hmm. which is very fun. So yeah, we just like do that is a lot of fighting yeah. i'm like trying to skip over like <laughs> just like yeah that's we are fighting that's basically what it is we fight for a whole long while um mm -hmm. it's very avengers we're all doing we're all doing quips we're all like between every battle we're running kind of like perpendicularly or parallel to each other on like different levels of the mm -hmm. thing and we're all like i'm doing a joke <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> eventually shepherd ends up for some reason like in a one-on-one -on -one, like like thing where, where they're alone and they have to get up this ladder last and we get mm -hmm. the like we get the like Avengers assemble moment where it's like here's all the Avengers and they're doing their they're fighting and it's so cool mm -hmm. except in mass it's mass effect and so it's just 11 people shooting guns <laughs> and that's, that's the like epic Avengers yeah. we, we're kicking ass moment <laughs> just, fucking, <laughs> just fucking blanketing fire down on mm -hmm. this battlefield <laughs> yeah like, which they are again sort of self-aware about because then rex goes see that's what i like about hanging out with you guys why well, shoot something once when you could shoot it 46 more times oh so good oh uh, yeah i was laughing out loud at that moment yeah it's a good bit so then we finally arrive in the like archives proper um i just want to at some point in here we realize that the other clone is like searching for a secret vault mm -hmm. and glyphs like, Oh, I it, like the clone didn't want to be disturbed. And you're like, what do you mean? They, he didn't want to be disturbed. He's like, well, I, I thought he was you. Yeah. Um, and Tali, because I had Tali with me, she goes, Chatika is so much better than this. Cause Chatika is the name of her, her drone. Oh, that's um, so funny. <laughs> it was good. Uh, a good little, one of the better quips. <laughs> um, so yeah, as we're as we're getting further in, Brooks, you get like a radio in from Brooks who says the clone is like starting to like jam comms. So the other teams are pushing toward him or her. But um Brooks was hit and she needs help. Yeah. So as we we like see her off in the distance, we're like uh, approaching her. Um, but then we get trapped in this like force field thing and like a vault like yeah. the the archives are full of these like vaults with like i guess important yeah items in them um sorry um, before, we get trapped in one of these yeah. yeah before before we we get there we we walk through the like actual archives proper and we like see right. uh I don't, i'm you know I, obviously we're trying to get through it and i don't want to spend too much time on it but we we see a whole bunch of like videos of like 
huge events in galactic history. Um, and it's so cool. We see the first uh, Turian interrogation of an Earthling, which is wild. Um, we see the implementation of the genophage. Uh, and when the Turians like hit the go button, uh, the Solarian in the room was like, oh, wait, like we did. We haven't authorized like using this. And the Turians like, oops. And then it's the buttons like, sorry, you made it. So we're doing it. Um, this is the only way we're doing it. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, here's a question I had that I probably should have looked up beforehand. There is a spot you get to that is an empty vault that says mm-hmm. it was an early earth religion artifact, but there's like, there's no actual video that plays. And I'm really curious if on the first original patch of this DLC, if this was just like a, a, a cross, like a Christian cross and oh, I have no and idea. Then the Christian, the Catholics got really mad and made people get rid of it. Cursory searches do not reveal anything to me. Mm. Um, yeah, I've never uh, noticed that before. People on um, Reddit are saying that it was the Ark of the Covenant um, from Indiana Jones. Oh, that's fun. Why didn't they keep that in? Uh, maybe a licensing oh, thing. Oh, licensing. Yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. That's funny. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. So and then, like you said, we... Um, we get trapped in we the... We get trapped in the thing. In the vault yeah. thing. And reveals that she has trapped everybody else in vaults up to now also and you are the last three to get uh vaulted um but before you do you're like i i I forget like what the exact line is but you're like the alliance will stop you and uh, fake shep goes what do you think brooks will the alliance (laughs) stop me (gasps) oh my god my 10th note, it's time to go back to that 10th note that says, it's definitely this woman, right? Um, yep. <laughs> and then my 13th note, which was, oh, yeah, it's definitely her after the mercenaries show up immediately after she tells us we're about to get shot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I hate to be the, like, you know, I, I'm too smart to be surprised person or whatever, but, like, <laughs> instantly I clocked this. I was like, she is well, way too incompetent to like or she's being she's playing way too incompetent to like mm-hmm. not be the person who is organizing this i think also like the uh, i i i wanted to highlight the fact that like she's the first person who goes into the panic room right. and then elijah khan turns up dead <sighs> i think i don't remember if i clocked it when i first played because again i am head empty <clears throat> but um this playthrough i was like that is just so <laughs> obvious yeah it's like, right there but i do think it's done in a way yeah. where like if you don't think about it too hard it's like mm-hmm. surprising and then you can put the picture you can put the pieces together really easily you yeah. know after the fact but um i was i was not fooled for a moment yeah so, sorry gamers but uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, um so she yeah. she reveals she's former cerberus yes. um she and the elusive man uh didn't see eye to eye because she realized he was indoctrinated yeah and Shep's like, hey, we like could have worked together. Um, and she was like, in a way we did, because like I put together your dossiers for the suicide so cool. mission. So cool. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That is a very cool bit yeah. that it's like, this is the person who <sighs> who like assembled your team. And she's like, and that was that was a mistake because like we were a pro-human group who started looking to aliens I, for help. I, and I I didn't like that because yeah. I'm, I guess, a space racist. Yep. Um, so she woke up clone Shep 
I don't know what the end game is for them, though, if I'm being honest. What do you mean? What's the plan for those two? They lock Shepard away and then they go back on the Normandy and Shepard goes, this is my new friend, Maya Brooks. Anyway, let's and go then, do and then, something then else. Then what? Well, then I, what? Well, <laughs> I mean, she just wants to steal the Normandy, right? Because at the I mean, eventually we come to find out that she's kicked the whole crew off. For and why? Implemented her own crew because for what? So that they listen to, <laughs> listen to Shepard. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah. No, it's it's not entirely clear, and I don't think I think that's also kind of the point is like it's not yeah. fully thought through. It just is like I woke up six months ago and I. It's it's Shepard woke up six months ago and and Maya Brooks being like I woke up Shepard six months ago so like let's mm-hmm. fuck shit up um, yeah you know let's, let's just, give, it's not clear to me like what they want let's give the galaxy um, the space racist Shepard they deserve <laughs> yeah I guess so she calls Edie a sex bot which is weird um, fucked up how dare you there was a, a paragon- I mean it's true but like how dare you <laughs> but also uh, the elusive man made. Uh, well, I guess also made Edie true. technically, but also made the body that Edie is in. So yeah. it's not all Edie's fault. Um, <laughs> it's not any any Edie's fault. Okay, just to be clear. Uh, there was a Paragon interrupt that I missed uh, because I was taking notes. So um, I don't know what happened. I don't know either. Because she's just talking about like, you know, we just want your ship. We want your Spectre code and we're just going to try and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking to Shepard and it's like, we're the same person. Like, what makes you so different? And then they're like, well, I didn't get hung up on all these other species. Like, I just, we have to care about yeah. humans because um, we forgot about humans along the way. Yeah. Earlier <laughs> on, they, they talk about, he says something like other Shep says something like, well, I'm, I'm you without the emotional baggage and like all of these, like, you know, strings tying you to other people. So they're setting up this like, like lone wolf versus like, power of friendship thing yes um definitely is cheesy but i think it works <laughs> it works no it does work for sure yeah um there's a line where shep 2 says all lives matter which hits very differently in 2023 um, <laughs> uh, or no sorry uh th- that's shep one says that um because it's like mm. not just humans it's all lives anyway and then there's this kind of fun little monologue where shep 2 is like you know, you can clone everything about a person, eyes, you know, hair, et cetera, et cetera. But you can't clone handprints mm-hmm. uh, because those are shaped by living or whatever. Which yeah. is, they're, you know, the friction ridges on a hand are shaped differently based on, you know, all kinds of circumstances. So then there is just a terminal where you can just update your handprint like really, really mm-hmm. easily. Um <laughs> So Shep yeah, it's two. like it seems like this should be harder. Yeah. I mean, I guess you had to break into an entire like lockdown facility to do it. But I don't know if they had to break into the facility to do this part because <laughs> it's just like a computer. It's not like the, the handprint computer. You know, I don't know. <laughs> this is where all the handprint. This is the one PDA this with all the handprints on it. All the handprints are <laughs> fuck. Uh, so updates. It's actually amazing. They have all the handprints on that one. PDA, it's on that one. So PDA. Yeah. It's one PDA. It's crazy. There's so much memory on this one PDA. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I wish we could find a uses for this memory and other things. Oh, well, anyway, mm. I put that on my weather PDA, but I lost it. So Shep updates the hand. Shep two updates the handprint and is now officially the real commander Shepard um, mm-hmm. and locks the vault. And we are stuck in a vault. Before they go, they say, if you'll excuse me, the Normandy needs its captain. So 
I should go. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very important line because a we very get, important line. We get locked in the vault. Garrus makes a calibrating joke. Liara says, oh, well, that went rather well. Uh, we're just like doing jokes and we're like slowly zooming out so we can see the like hundreds and hundreds of vaults that are around. Mm hmm. Then Shepard's like, I should go. Is that what I sound like? And then we workshop the I should go for a little bit. And mm -hmm. then they're like, hey, why aren't you freaked out? And then uh, who who was the freaked out one in your party or were they both freaked out? Uh, I think it's Liar. Or I think it's Garrus who is like, hey, like, oh. you're like really calm for some reason. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, because this, this is uh, for me, it was Tali who was like, why are you so calm right now? Yeah. And Rex was was goofing with me. That's funny. Um, which is a good dynamic. But yeah, it's a great time. Uh, and so then I think honestly, I think this part's directed really well um, because we are like mm -hmm. looking at the like, you know, it, it, dimly lit vaults and stuff. And then all of a sudden we get this one little kind of like pixel of light because Glyph flies in and it's like, hey, mm -hmm. it's me, Glyph. I'm still here. And we're like, hey, can you let us out? And he goes, okay. And then you're out of the vault. And there you go. All tension diffused. Everything's fine. So so then we uh, are like, okay, we have to get back to the Normandy flight deck uh, to get the Normandy. Who are we bringing? And then everybody has their lines about like, you should pick <laughs> me. And Edie's like, I rarely get picked because like, I guess they had the, the stats on who picks Edie for what missions. And they were like really low oh, or something. Oh, so I didn't. Just, I never realized that. Yeah. Um, um, Ashley was like, "I never get picked." I'm like, "That's because you suck." Yeah, I feel like that has to that has to have something to do with analytics. Um, it probably yeah. does, because yeah, I never pick Ashley for yeah. obvious reasons. <laughs> and so we go. I <laughs> I wrote. I can't take it. Please free me. Because um, <laughs> at this point, you're like three, four hours into the DLC, and it is non stop mm -hmm. um like the avengers movies are at least mercifully only two and a half hours long and then you're free from the bits but this just keeps going mm -hmm. so we arrive at the flight deck of the normandy and specialist trainer has just been kicked out and she's very angry and then the normandy starts leaving and you're like oh shit we're too late uh and then Trainer's like, I can't believe you kicked me off the ship because we're clone, you know, because it's a clone. Mm -hmm. And so we look the same. He's like, hey, you kicked me off the ship and now you're out here and the ship's leaving. What the fuck is going on? Uh, I forgot she goes, my toothbrush. Or I only had time yeah, to grab goes, my toothbrush. Mm -hmm. Her very fancy toothbrush that you have a conversation with her about at the beginning of the game. Um, and Shep's like, oh, yeah, your very special toothbrush that you told me about at the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's how you know I'm the real shepherd because I remember mm -hmm. um, about your very special toothbrush. I just can't believe they like this is a vibrator joke the first time. Right. Yeah. And now mm -hmm. it's actually a toothbrush. I just like. Yeah. I, I, oh, man, this it's too it's too <laughs> much. It's too much, guys. It's too much. It really, I think it's too much. Anyway, <laughs> she pulls the toothbrush out because we have to get in the emergency hash. And there's like, well, there's, we can't, there's nothing small enough to stick in the hole to like undo it. And then she takes it out, her toothbrush in a very dramatic sense. And is like, this is my toothbrush has a mass effect field on it. <laughs> open the emergency hatch. Yeah. <sighs> Jeez. Um, so we open the hatch and we crawl in. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. So now things, we get, yeah. I just want to say we get a shot of the clone at this the CIC like 
find Shepard or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you can absolutely tell that he's not the real Jin Shepard because he's not wearing eight armbands and a puffy vest. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah. So I guess the thing is <laughs> this Shepard like kicked off or like detained everybody from the original crew and has replaced them all mm-hmm. with mercenaries. Yeah. I just, none of this well, makes so any sense. <laughs> I think it was trainer was the only one on the ship. Oh, because it was short leave. I think she says that. Yeah. Cause and she Got she was it. like working on it because like she did the retrofit. Right. So she's like familiar with it. Right. I think that's that's why, which makes okay. a little more sense. That makes a little more sense. Um, but yeah. So then um they're out of here. Yeah. So you come in underneath the steps right by the CIC and you shoot a bunch. Um, I'm just I'm so exhausted. The clone, the clone heads to the armory, yes. so like they're not in here. You like sh- shoot your way to the elevator. Um, to go after them. Uh, did you know, was, did you, the uh, space hamster? I, yes, I got the space hamster out of the trash. Very funny. Ha 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 mm-hmm. ha ha ha. Uh, had Garrus and Liara with me, got on the elevator and Garrus was like, does anybody miss talking on the elevators? And Liara just goes, no. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tali goes, Keela, not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Really good. I wonder if that's like a, uh, a commentary on like how hard it was for some reason to implement those in the first game. And that's why they didn't do, you know, like, I don't know if that was a commentary yeah. or if it was just like a fun joke, but I feel like that could be, I think it was probably just a joke. Um, cause yeah, I can imagine that that was hard to do and it was obviously to hide, um, yeah, screens. Definitely. So you arrive down in the armory and you do a bunch of shooting of Shepard and Brooks and they're like, we're going to take your place. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> I'm really running out of steam at the end of this mission. Jeez. Um, so then you, you know, it's very late. <laughs> well, that's that's true too. So you uh, uh, defeat them, and then Shepard too almost falls out of the ship. Or sorry, you both almost fall out of the ship you both, because yeah. you're like wrestling. And <laughs> she does she say what makes you so special sorry do they say what makes you so special before or after you get picked up by your friends i think they say um what makes you so special where it's while we're while we're dangling off the thing what makes you so special and then immediately your your teammates run up and are helping you up and it's the obvious answer is the power of friendship friendship um and meanwhile the clone watches as brooks sees them in peril and it's like now fuck that and turns and leaves yeah 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 so then um you get the option to save try and save the clone uh which i did try to do Um, me too but then but then she does not want to or they do not want to be saved yeah so they jump you say you say take my hand they say and then and then you say and then you'll live and they say for what and then they choose to fall wow deep 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 the power of friendship, people. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the mission part. Um, mm-hmm. We get some debrief stuff afterwards. Joker, Joker compliments Steve's flying of the uh, of the Normandy because in that was cute. The, yeah, it was cute. At this point, you were like flying really low over the uh, the Normandy was flying really low over the Citadel. And then you were, you know, cruising on a transport to try and get there and or, or to get the rest of the crew there. Um, and it was precarious. Maya gets arrested. And so that's, but like, as she's getting arrested is doing something with like her Omni tool or whatever. And so 
Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. She sends a message or something. I don't know. I, I don't um, know if it was like she was gearing up to attack you. I, I'm i not sure because there's a yeah, there's a Paragon yeah. and Renegade choice there. And I took the Paragon choice and then she like stopped. Yeah. So, that's what mine was, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So we go back to the apartment and Joker's like, I want a party. And you say, you say <laughs> OK. And then you begin preparing a party. Mm hmm. But I mean, you you walk around the sunset strip a little bit, or the silver silver sun strip. Yeah, um, and like you throughout this, and I don't even know if you realized because I hadn't realized this until this playthrough. But like, you need to leave the apartment and come back a few times to like get all of the scenes that you can get in oh. this DLC. Um, because no, like you you have like little meetups with all of the. Normandy folks. Um, oh, I didn't realize it was all of them. <laughs> I, it was just I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's they they don't telegraph this well at all. I guess they're expecting you to like spend a lot of time. They on really the strip want you I and mean, then they, come they, back. <laughs> they clearly put a lot of work into the strip and I don't want to underplay that, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to do any of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I don't like gambling and ga I don't like gambling generally. So I like, yeah. there's all the like casino games that like I had no interest in. I did the combat simulator, which was like, it's kind of fun. It's just like, if you just want to like shoot some guys and yeah. uh, get prizes for it. Um, yeah. and you, you need to do the combat simulator, like unlock Jack's scene. Um, mm. I mean, these are all like pretty short, too. So there's most of the time not anything significant in them, but we can talk about them. Um, I don't know if we want to do that before or after the party. Yeah, I, I mean, I only I only had Zaid. Like that was the only scene really? that I had. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is why I was like, this is a long DLC because <laughs> you have yeah, all I mean, these it is longer scenes. than I thought it was. Yeah, uh, but I only had Zaid's little scene. Um, yeah, I can hit the highlights if we want to. Yeah, please. So, <laughs> uh, so let's start with Garrus. So Garrus, what I had was Garrus and I meet up at a bar and he tries to flirt with a uh, lady Turian and it doesn't go well <laughs> because he's a shell of a man. Um, but <laughs> I want you to watch this, which is what happens. Wait, let me make sure. Is this going to? spoil things oh, can i screen share it no i'm just gonna send it to you and don't try not to look at the title but um <laughs> okay please watch this scene <laughs> okay don't look at the title don't look at the title don't look at the title okay and skip to um a minute and 50 seconds in okay it'll be fun i heard a piano what's happening no 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 no, no. oh no what is this i've looked at the title oh my god i've <laughs> been taking lessons on the side what this is what happens. World. You're gonna pay for this later. If you romance Garrus, just please describe what you're seeing right now. They're ta they're tangoing. We're doing Dancing with the Stars, but it's they're tangoing. And Garrus, by way of explanation, says, "I've been taking lessons on the side." <laughs> Girl, where? When? How? Human human tango lessons. <laughs> this. It's oh my god! And then there's a. <laughs> <laughs> to like put your knee up on his hip. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh man. Also, wait, wait, wait. It gets and the better. whole crowd goes, ooh. Yeah, the whole crowd's <laughs> watching now. And then, who's that? <gasps> it's James. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
He's just there. He's just there. And does he's he come just back there. in the scene, or is he just he's, there? Yes, he's he's there so that this can happen. Oh no! Here comes James. Okay. my god just so he he can go mm-hmm. um why it's this. it's so fun and goofy and this is, this is really good yeah this is emblematic of what these scenes are like they are this is where it goes from Whedon to camp yeah so tell me think a girl would fall for that Oh, hell yes. So that's what happens if you romance Garrus. Um, let's see. Trainer. Oh, I'm so sad you didn't you didn't do these. They're so silly. Um, yeah. Trainer, there's a whole thing where she's um, at the arcade playing a game with like it's like a strategy game, almost like space chess and um, runs into a like nemesis she has who's like knocked her out of a million space chess tournaments and there's like like i i think it's like an anime thing i don't know like the the camera (laughs) gets very like the angle gets very wide and it like zooms in on her eyes and she's like to Souza. and then like it the same thing happens with this asari who she hates she's like trainer and um and you just like help her like defeat her you want to talk about we do Zaid. Um, um, Zaid is very funny. He's trying to win a prize at a claw machine, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, "I told a kid that I would win them a prize at this claw machine, but it's obviously rigged, and I can't do it." And then you could just be like, "I'll do it," and then you do it in one try, and he's like, "Nice, cool." <laughs> um, and then uh, eventually, like, you can continue to keep doing it for, for a, a rather long time, honestly. Uh, and then when you're finally like, "Okay, I'm done," he will like go and like give the the thing you got to some Asari and they're like, I didn't ask you to get this for me. <laughs> um, uh, and that's, that's it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. very funny. Um, Zaid loves claw machines, I guess. Yeah. Javix is that he uh, has been asked to take part in a vid that's supposed to boost morale for the war. And he asks you to go with him and then you show yeah. up and it's the set of a Blasto movie. Oh my fucking God. Um, which Blasto is like, almost like a James Bond equivalent, but he's a Hanar and there have been like a million of these movies. And this, mm. this scene is like so nonsensical that it, it barely makes sense. I couldn't even describe it to you. Um, but basically like the movie's very, very cheesy and um, very low budget. Um, and finally you just like walk off the set. Um, yeah. Edie wants to go online shopping. So you do some online shopping with her for your friends. I don't know. It's weird. Um, James comes over and <laughs> it's like, you have some, like some banter. It's actually, um, kind of nice. Like you, he talks about like growing up, um, on, you know, the beach on the Pacific. And it turns out the reason that he came was to show you his N seven tattoo. Mm. So he takes off his shirt and you're like, looks great, man. He he puts his shirt back on and he's like, all right, I got to (laughs) go. But then, but then when you, he like, when the scene ends, he's still in the apartment. Sometimes when the scene ends, they're still in the apartment and James is still in the apartment and he's walking by and then he sees the punching bag in Shepard's 
slash Anderson's room. He's like, whoa, sick. And then he goes in there and starts punching and he's and he just hangs out there. And like you can do pull ups and he'll be like, oh, my record is like 185 pull ups. And you can literally sit there and do video game pull ups to try to outdo James's record. And I have not done it because I don't have time to do 185 video game pull ups. But that's a thing you can do. That's that's wild. I okay. so I think I I got a whole bunch of emails after I finished this Uh DLC. And I think some of these scenes are there because there was one from James that was like, hey, I want to meet up in your apartment. Um, So I've got a couple of those waiting for me, I I guess. Do you want to save, though? Save talking about them until you've done them? Um, them? Yeah, sure. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, this episode's already long enough. Um, <laughs> that's wild that that is mm-hmm. like so missable. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. This geez. is the first time I've ever done like all of them because I did not know there were this many. Yeah. I happened to come across a thing that was like, make sure you like leave the apartment and come back a few times because there will be. Oh, I know why I ran into it because I I hit a bug where oh I got the things to like invite people to the apartment. But when I did that, it just tried to like start the party um so i had to i like looked it up i was like is this a bug and it was um Mm. but then like in reading about it i saw that like oh you should like leave the apartment a few times and come back Mm -hmm. um to get all of these scenes so yeah yeah. Yeah. who knew wow party time party time yeah so you uh start the party um and glyph is like the party manager and you just keep checking in with glyph about like doing stuff so i invited everybody um, Me too. Was there anybody that okay? Because I, I know you've said in the past you haven't invited Jacob or or did I say was, that? <laughs> I, I feel like you. you it sounds have, like I something know. I would do. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So we are uh, we are here at the party in the apartment, and it's great. I bought a bunch of furniture and I like swapped out a whole oh, bunch of the way the stuff. Oh, um, that's funny. Because I have like so many credits that I'm not mm-hmm. spending, and uh, so I did that. That was silly. Did you do an energetic party or a chill party? I did an energetic party. And every time there's like two or three checkpoints throughout the party where Glyph is like, do you want it to get crazier or quieter? And every single time I was like, let's get louder. So Um, did I. Because I feel like that's what the crew likes. I've done both in the past and it's fun. You get like multiple, you get like different scenes. So it's kind of fun to to see both. Um, Totally. The only thing that I remember from the chill party that didn't happen this time, or maybe it does happen if you have, because I didn't have Samara. We'll come back to that. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything in particular you want to talk about from the party? There's like a lot, it, it is just a lot of banter. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's really fun. James at one point says, um, back in school, they called me party Vega. And yeah. you're like, that is not a creative nickname. That's not <laughs> cool. My guy. It's very funny. Um, no, nothing really. Like I, I, I love all the conversations. They are, you know, it's a great time. I love hanging out with all my friends, but there's nothing particular, like a Kasumi is there, but is yeah. just invisible popping around the whole time. I think it's so very good. funny. Yeah. Um, I think we could go through this like a Normandy thing, but like, I really don't think we need to No, It's, it's like, it's just like really fun. And I had like a yeah. time hanging out with everybody uh, and it's really well written and it's really well performed. And I think the, the like blocking and direction, the game mm-hmm. direction and stuff is like really great and really helps make this feel like it is kind of, you know, like a living kind yeah. of space. Like it feels like, like a we're hosting party. a party and we're like checking in with the groups because each mm-hmm. group has like three unique 
like conversation starters. And then based on those, you can talk to individual people. It's just like a lot of, it's just like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, um at some point, like uh, just to like hit some highlights, like totally grunt starts playing bouncer. They're apparently like yes, randoms yes, yes, trying yes. to get in and oh he's like, God, no, Fuck you. No, <laughs> like he's having the best time, he's but he's also so clearly fun. very drunk. And at some point he's just like, you guys, I love you guys. No, listen, <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> so good. It's uh, very good. And, and then at the end of the party, you find him in the shower, just like mumbling to himself. He's like, no, I'm okay. I'm fine. I didn't yeah. break it. Um, it's There's really funny. so much dialogue. If you just keep like I stood there for a while to, and I was yeah. like, wow, this is like the 10th time I'm hitting a, and he keeps going. Yeah. Um, you didn't have Ashley there. I assume she was not there. So you didn't get to see James and Ashley flirting. Oh and at God. some point yeah. they like abscond to a corner of the room by themselves and are like flirting with each other. And he's talking to her in Spanish and it yeah. is, yeah, so I think it's That's it's implied really that they hook up at this party. If you if you don't uh, romance either of them, I guess really good, really good, uh, totally makes sense. Yeah, um, Zaid and Samara end up talking to each other and like admiring <laughs> this, a painting or whatever. Is, yes, this is what and I. Yeah, it's it's really good. I didn't get like super granular with it, but they're just like talking about like basically kind of being mercenaries in different ways and it's so funny to me because they were on the ship together in mass <laughs> effect 2 and zaid's like who's this pretty lady i've never <laughs> met her but she's so like it's just so funny um mm -hmm. uh, uh uh you know ludo narrative dissonance i um, did you get the part he starts crying he starts drunk crying at her i don't know if i i don't know if i clocked that he was drunk crying but i did get to the part where he talks about jesse Oh, who is Jesse? Remind me. I kind of want to give you one guess to guess who Jesse is. Um, I know I've seen this before, but I don't remember. Jesse is a gun. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right because because as he was doing this uh, well okay well first of all Zaid's like hey we should like go hang out and and Samara's like I don't want to do that and Zaid's like I respect your your decision to not want to hang out with me um <laughs> consent consent wanting king thank you mm -hmm. um and he's like you know I could tell you about my Jesse and I said, I was like, I was like, whoa, are we about to get a Zaid lore drop? And then went, wait, this is a gun, isn't it? And he's like, she was the best gun I ever had. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really, really funny moment. Mm -hmm. Why does he cry? I don't remember. And now I'm wondering if oh, okay. I made that up, <laughs> but he gets very drunk. He, he gets really drunk and he definitely does get and really like, emotional. Definitely embarrasses himself in front of Samara. Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. There's this whole really long conversation between Edie and trainer um, where oh. Edie's like, Hey, can we talk about when you said my voice was sexy? What does that mean? And yeah. the trainer's like, I don't want to talk about that. And Edie's like, <laughs> just like basically like fully is just like, what about all the sexual fantasies you had about me when I was just a voice before you knew I was an AI? And Trainer's like, I don't want to talk about this. I and don't want to like, talk about it either. I actually don't respect your consent. Um, and I was will Tali, keep talking about it. Was Tali, Tali was there? there yeah. And Tali? she just keeps trying to talk about cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it, it turns out she's like so desperate and, and also kind of drunk, but so desperate for this conversation to stop that she forgets to scan the cheese, the yeah. cheese before she eats it and accidentally eats some like non dextro cheese. And it's like, <sighs> I'm, I'm going to just real quick, um, 
do a detoxifying thing or else I'm going to die. And like this, <laughs> while this like horrible conversation is yeah, going on, oh it's extremely God. good. Tali is very drunk throughout the party and it's delightful. Yes, it's good. Um, I love my wife. Let's see. I love my drunk uh, wife. I love my drunk wife. Um, the final stage of this party, Edie is trying to blackmail Joker into dancing with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shepard's like, I'll dance with you. And then there's literally a, a voice clip of Seth uh, Green laughing for like 30 full seconds. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it goes it so funny. long. It was pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> James, uh, Jacob, and Liara are on the second floor having this conversation about who is stronger or, and Javik, I think is there at one point talking about who is stronger, like people who lift a lot or people with biotics and all the biotics are like, it's obviously people with biotics. And James is like, no, you're wrong. And so this last phase of the party, he's like, yeah, you could lift me up, but like, do you have the cojones to, um, and Liara fully just like biotic lifts him off the ground. He's like, Whoa, mm-hmm. I'm kind of horny about this. And then she puts him down. Um, and then they're like, all right, let's dance. And James fucking drops it. Whoa. <laughs> yes, he does. Starts throwing uh, ass. It's <laughs> so good. I forgot because, because James doesn't dance at my party. Cause this is the part where he like, oh. when Liara says let's dance, it ends up just being her and Jacob dancing. And, James and Ashley are in a corner elsewhere um, flirting. Um, But yeah, the, the dance, the dance animations they have on James are so funny. I also, I, I strongly recommend looking up the Caden dance animations because Caden is a horrific dancer and it's so funny. There are so many little finger points that happen oh. when Caden dances. Um, truly incredible. Worth Steve's worth a big up. clap dancer. Steve Cortez likes to like, oh, do a yeah. little shimmy and then clap and then do a little <laughs> shimmy and then clap on the other side. Uh, that's it's. I love Steve Cortez yeah. so much. I love Steve. Jack um, dances on on a table like oh my god. Um, like she did, has the same dance animation as like the um, strippers yeah. in mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever the strip club is called. Afterlife. Yeah. Um, same. Same yeah. animation. Yeah. Tolly's dancing is also very cute. She has like her own unique yes. dancing animation. Um, yes. Love her. Yeah. That's all I had for the party. Do you have anything else? I mean, besides the, the wrap up, but. Uh, the, I want, I want to talk about the morning after. Cause I think that that's like yes. low key, the, the best part. Um, sure. but yeah, that's it for the party. Yeah. We end off the party by meeting up on the couch and getting a group photo. Yes. Um, that they do not leave on the screen long enough for me to get a screenshot when I'm trying to get my dog to stop jumping on the couch. <laughs> so, I think you can go to the TV in the apartment yeah, and look at there. it again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really sweet. Um, the people who are in couples are like looking at each other mm-hmm. and James is standing in the back saluting. saluting. Um, it's really good. So funny. Um, it's really sweet. I loved it a whole lot and it was a perfect way to end that mm-hmm. party. Uh, and then you wake up the next morning next to the person you love. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I wake up next to Liara and she says, is it morning already? And then you like give her a kiss and then say, yeah, a perfect one. Ah, uh, that's cute. Really sweet. My yeah. wife is hung over. Yeah, sure. She's deeply hung over. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, did you find the data pad from Morden? No, there is a data pad in in the apartment, I, it might still be there if you go back. Um, sure. That he 
had asked STG to pass on to Shepard in case he didn't survive Tuchanka. He's like, oh, it's just like, you know, my like little songs and things that I've recorded. So you can hear songs of Morton um, singing. Um, Javik is on the floor in the bathroom and he goes, is it time to rule the galaxy now? Kneel before Javik <laughs> and um, momentarily thinks that like him waking up 50,000 years later is a has been a dream. And then he's yeah. like, oh, fuck, it's not a dream. Um, Poor Javik. Poor buddy. Yeah. Garrus has a calibration joke. Mm-hmm. Really good. Samara is just fully meditating on the rocks right. in the apartment. Um, Tally talks about how she's like, I can't believe a, a person can go through that many filtration uh, things in one night. That's wild. Yeah. Jacob and Jack are just fucking pumping iron. They are. Yeah. Jacob has Jacob's on uh, sit up 1081 or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, and, and James is trying to make eggs for everybody. It's, it's really good. He has Freddie Prince Jr. has this long ass line where he's like, he calls out everyone individually like, hey, Liara, you want eggs? Hey, Ashley, I know you want eggs. Oh, Tolly's definitely going to need some eggs. And it just like goes on and on. It's so funny. so funny. And then you talk to him again when he's done that and he goes, oh, Shepard, eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I actually want to try yeah, that. I do want eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else from that before we like get to the final, final scene? Uh, nope. Um, that's that's it cool this is a really great scene um i it we 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 see shepherd just staring out over the normandy at the docking bay um this shot holds for like 10 15 seconds and it is like it was to the point where i was like is this a loading screen because the game doesn't do direction like this where it's like mm-hmm. we are just sitting in a moment um but it was like so serene and beautiful and like said everything that it needed to say just by like seeing this tiny little shepherd looking out on this massive Normandy in the docking bay Mm -hmm. for just like 10 seconds alone. And then the entire crew like comes in from the bottom of the screen, walking towards shepherd. What is, what does Tally say to Jin in this moment? Um, Tally it's, it's a quick conversation. She says, I guess shore leaves over. Um, Jin says through one hell of a party, probably the last, Tali says, no, no matter what happens, you'll find a way to do what's right for all of us. Mm. Um, And then she starts sort of like reminiscing. She's like serving on a human ship. I never would have guessed, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. We've had a good ride. And Jin says, the best. Yeah, uh, it's a similar similar conversation with Liara. I suppose it's back to the fight. At least we threw one hell of a party. Probably the last one. You may be right, but whatever happens, I know you'll see this through, and I'll be right there with you. We've been through a lot, haven't we? But it's been a good ride. best little fun fact if you are an f shep who romanced thane you talk to his ghost (laughs) it's true like he he like materializes and there's a Uh ghost there yeah there's a thane ghost right Mm -hmm. (laughs) right (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'll find it for you. So Names the afterlife ghost. does exist in the Mass Effect universe. There is a, a heaven and Christ. <laughs> there is a Christian Christ in the Mass There's Effect Christian universe. Christian Christ. And it does exist. This is unbelievable. Oh, it's so you have a, the conversation with Joker and then and then Thane's ghost as everyone walks away. Oh, he just walks up. <laughs> Fuck. That's that is insane. That still gets me. That is. When you I mean, go to the sea, I'll be waiting for you at the shore. Still gets it is, me. It is really sweet. And it is like really, it's a really great moment. Um, but it is like. It's, it's wild. Absolutely bonkers. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, what a scene but, to end on. Yeah. Uh, that was good. And that's the end of the Citadel DLC. A really, really, really good DLC. Um, mm-hmm. Great job. Gang. Yeah. Wow. That's the show for today then wow the next episode we will be finishing mass effect 3 (sighs) wow wow i like i am in disbelief that we're actually going to be done the game (laughs) feels like a fake sentence we've been yeah we've been Um, doing this one uh for a long time for a while yeah Um, yeah but anyway so that'll be the next episode uh but next week you'll be hearing from uh scout and chase on a stinkerness uh, mm-hmm. An extra special, extra long asynchronous, uh, from what I understand. Oh, um, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so get ready for that actual, like, entire podcast episode worth of asynchronous, it sounds like. And then we will be back the week after to finish off Mass Effect and finish off this this run of as- asynchronous. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And we really appreciate you being here with us. If you want to find us online, we are on Tumblr, I guess, uh, asyncpod.tumblr.com. I haven't updated that Tumblr in a long time. (laughs) Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Join the Discord, because that is where we are. If you want to speak to us about Mm -hmm. the show or whatever, um, uh, the worst garbage down online, that link is at the bottom of the show notes. And you can find a link to the Discord on that website. Uh, if you'd like to follow me online, I'm on Blue Sky now. Um, at oh. AJ Flary. I'm on Mastodon still at idlethumbs.social slash at AJ Flary. Uh, and I still have a Twitter. But like I say, I'm not active on social media. <laughs> so mm-hmm. hang out with me in the tiny space comparatively that is the Discord. Uh, yeah. I like, I like being there the most. Blue Sky is fun because it feels like Twitter in 2009. But that's Oh. Hmm. Just find yeah. me on Discord. I'm not... That's too much. It's too much. It's too much. The concept of threads now. I'm not doing that. Just Twitter again. I don't. That's not what I Instagram for. Like, that's not my Instagram life. It's very different from my Twitter life. I don't want to mix those. Yeah. No. Find me on Discord or don't find me. (laughs) Don't find me. (laughs) Um, Thank you to Scout Wilkinson for making our show art. It has been an absolute joy to work with Scout making this art, uh, and it's great to see every week. Uh, I believe Scout's commissions are still open. Ooh. So you should try and get one because it is good art. But that was a weird way to say that Scout does art well. Um, <laughs> she's, she's fun to work with. Anyway, Amaranthin made our show music uh, also fun to work with and really talented and has great music on Bandcamp. Uh, you should check out his stuff on there. Kim has already told you she does not want to be found. Don't mind me. And that is the show for today. <laughs> Kim, I know what our final words are. Because what else would they be? But what are they this week? It's been a good ride. 
the best.